This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The just released body cam video countdown to the bombing. Then, Jetpack Mystery Exclusive. The pilot who encountered a flying jetpack speaks out for the first time. We really couldn't believe it. I kept saying, no way, no way can that be the jetpack man. Plus, COVID hits home. Today I feel 10 times worse than I did yesterday. I'm all. <coughs> An Inside Edition producer and his wife, their harrowing COVID-19 video diary. I can't breathe. And are the Trumps house hunting in Palm Beach? They have been looking uh, down here. Plus, Alec Baldwin's wife. New video unearthed by citizen sleuths and her alleged fake Spanish accent. Oh, the mockery. Then, the story the whole country is talking about. The black teen wrongfully accused of stealing a phone at a fancy hotel. Wait till you hear what these guests say happened to them at their hotels. Then, the Bang Bang Singer. Going public with her medical crisis and what she's doing now to show fans she's going to be okay. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvian today for Deborah. Police in Nashville have released body cam footage showing the moments before a man blew himself up in a recreational vehicle. You hear an ominous warning coming from the RV minutes before the blast, then total chaos erupts. Megan Alexander is in Nashville with our report. Just released police body cam footage captures the moment the Nashville bomber blew up his RV. This is the dramatic moment terrified civilians run for their lives. The video starts 15 minutes before the blast as police clear the neighborhood. You're not in trouble, but there is something serious happening. As the officers walk down the street, you can hear the ominous warning blaring from loudspeakers on the bomber's RV. One officer can't believe what's happening. That's so weird. That's like something out of a movie. Like the purge? Yeah. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning. Then this exchange. That building that's next to is the building that houses all the hard lines for phones throughout the southeast. Makes sense. Good spot for the bomb. 60 seconds later. The bomb sets off just about every car alarm on the street. This cop stays remarkably cool. He puts on his bulletproof vest, then he and other officers head right into the blast zone. Debris litters the street. 
The bomber, 63-year-old Anthony Warner, treated his RV like precious property. He actually had five security cameras trained on the RV outside his home, this neighbor told me. So he normally had the RV right here. Yeah, right here. All the cameras are pointed on it. Yeah. And then about a month ago, he moved it behind the fence. Behind the fence, yes. All preparation for the madness to come. A number of businesses shut down by the bombing have started GoFundMe pages to help employees now unable to work. Are President Trump and the First Lady looking for a new home in Palm Beach? Where it is, they are scoping out properties because their living space in Mar-a-Lago is just too small. And the homes they are looking at would definitely offer plenty of room to spread out. Here's Stephen Fabian. Are President Trump and Melania on the hunt for a new house? They're reportedly eyeing some high-end properties in Palm Beach. One option, this $53 million mansion, dubbed Lago Alago, with six bedrooms and 11 bathrooms. Another property on the market goes for $75 million. It boasts seven bedrooms and 13 bathrooms, including a two-bedroom guest house, perfect for maybe Melania's parents. There's this 14,000-square-foot property, which sits only four streets away from Trump's beloved Mar-a-Lago. It's listed for $42.5 million. Chris Deitz is the listing agent. All three of these houses are great for entertaining. You know, he's obviously going to be an entertaining guy. They're big. So why not stay at Mar-a-Lago? It turns out their suite there is just 2,000 square feet, and they've determined it isn't big enough. I spoke to CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed in Palm Beach. While they have their Mar-a-Lago club, what's interesting about that is that the president had agreed that no one would live there uh, for more than three consecutive weeks. He can't actually be a permanent resident there. And the COVID-19 pandemic apparently is not stopping the Trumps from holding their annual New Year's Eve bash at Mar-a-Lago. In past years, the glittering gala attracted hundreds of revelers, but it's unclear how many are expected this year. Are you hearing anything about the party just being smaller this year? You would expect that they would take some pretty basic precautions, um, but down here uh, in Palm Beach, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Some people taking this seriously, uh, wearing their masks, socially distancing, and other people who are just clearly not. So it'll be interesting to see how the party at Mar-a-Lago uh, reflects the, the culture and the attitude down here. The president is apparently also pushing to get a local airport named after him, according to the Daily Beast website. Christian Ziegler is a top Republican in Florida. I think it's only fitting and appropriate to name Palm Beach International Airport the Donald J. Trump International Airport. There are currently eight airports in America named after former presidents. Every day we see devastating COVID statistics, but behind the numbers are real people. Now it's hit close to home for us here at Inside Edition as one of our producers, Charlie McElravey and his wife Lindsay, found themselves battling the virus and they shot a video diary of their struggle. So how are you feeling? It just feels like I just got hit by a truck. At first, Inside Edition investigative producer Charlie McElravey and his wife Lindsay thought they'd get through it okay. I don't have a fever, I don't have a cough, no big aches and pains. My wife, on the other hand, she's miserable. I just feel just exhausted. Like, no sleep could ever is ever enough. Three days later, Charlie says the full impact of COVID caught up to him. So today I feel... 10 times worse than I did yesterday. I'm all <coughs> congested. The days ticked by and their symptoms worsened. 
So it's over a week now, and Lindsay feels 10 times worse. I can't breathe. What's the worst part of it right now? Just the congestion in my throat and just the exhaustion. At times, the pain brought Lindsay to tears. <laughs> they took Tylenol arthritis for the intense pains and zinc to boost their immune systems. They also constantly monitored their oxygen levels and temperatures. 96.3. Don't have a fever. No fever. Sleep was the best medicine of all. Lots of friends and family called to check on them. How you guys feeling? We're okay. What about your smell? Oh, my, my, my smell and my taste are still gone. And contact tracers checked in with them daily. Okay, when did your illness begin? Um, I started, I had a, I started with a cough on Sunday. They learned a few things that were unexpected. You can get anything delivered in New York City, including a Christmas tree. We got it, contactless delivery, bring her in. Suddenly, an unexpected turn for the worse. Charlie was rushed to the emergency room with a highly elevated heart rate. He was released just seven hours later and told it was best to recuperate at home. And hopefully tomorrow is a, a better new day. Today, they are grateful to finally be on the road to full recovery from the insidious virus. And we are so glad Charlie and Lindsay are doing better. The fallout continues over Alec Baldwin's wife apparently faking a European birthplace and accent. And her real story may have stayed secret forever if it wasn't for some citizen sleuths who decided to do some digging into her past. An exhausted Alec Baldwin is photographed in the Hamptons and hides his face after claims his wife, Ilaria, has faked her Spanish heritage for years and years. Today, citizen sleuths are unmasking new evidence of Ilaria turning her thick Spanish accent on and off, such as this red carpet appearance in 2016. We're really excited. We're big fans. We're big fans. But Ilaria's accent is gone now that she's attempting to clarify who she really is. I've said some things about, like, oh, she's a white girl. Yes, I am a white girl. I am a white girl. Let's be very clear that Europe, you know, has a lot of white people in them. I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain. In this podcast, she says she moved to the USA when she was 19. I moved here when I was 19 to go to NYU. Ah, and from? from my family lives in Spain. They live in Mallorca. And in a 2018 cover story with Ola magazine, the magazine reported Ilaria, who was born in Spain, has made certain to raise her children with her native language, Spanish. But newly unearthed photos show Ilaria as a high school student at the swanky Cambridge School in Weston, Massachusetts. And this tweeted yearbook page identifies Ilaria as Hillary at a high school performance. I knew her as Hillary Hayward Thomas, and she didn't have a Spanish accent, goes another tweet. In fact, her parents are both blue blood Yankees from New England who trace their roots all the way to the days before the American Revolution, as seen in this obit for Ilaria's grandfather. Her parents only retired to Mallorca, Spain in 2011 when Ilaria was 27 years old. It's all bull, screams the New York Post front page with a cheeky illustration of Ilaria as a Spanish matador. Alec Baldwin once imitated his wife's accent to Howard Stern. She's the most healthy person emotionally. My wife will come in and be like, you know, Alec, what good does this do for you to be so upset? Now it appears the controversy is taking a toll on both of them. I've said my piece. I'm gonna, I'm so tired. 
Now, jaw-dropping video that appears to show someone flying a jetpack thousands of feet in the air. It was taken by a pilot who says she couldn't believe her eyes. But is this the same jetpack that caused chaos at one of the busiest airports in the nation? Lisa Guerrero has our exclusive report. It's the first video of the mysterious jetpack flyer sighted in the skies over Los Angeles. We just passed a guy in a jetpack. We just saw the guy pass by us a jetpack. Now, Brandy Fogelman, the pilot who recorded the shocking video, is speaking out for the first time. We just thought maybe it was an airplane, but as we got closer, we realized it was too small. Uh, so we thought maybe maybe it was a drone or balloons or something like that. But, but the closer we got to it, uh, it looked more and more like a jetpack man. <laughs> Brandy, a flight instructor, recorded the video last week during an instructional flight with a student. What was going through your mind? We were both super excited. We, we really couldn't believe it. I kept saying, no way, no way can that be the jetpack man. This was the latest sighting of a jetpack over the LA flight zone. So far, there have been two previous incidents, and law enforcement is taking this very seriously as a potential danger to both pilots and passengers. It first happened on August 29th. Use caution. Person in a jetpack reported. Then again, on October 14th, it was spotted by a China Airlines pilot. We just saw the, the flight object like a flight suit jetpacking by a black jetpack. One theory is that the jetpack may actually be a mannequin attached to a drone, like this video we found on YouTube. It absolutely could be like a mannequin or, or a drone. Um, we definitely didn't get close enough to, to be able to tell, but we're not sure what it could have been. Pilot Brandy says she's speaking today with the FAA and FBI about her footage. Well, you may have seen that video that's made national news of a father and son who say they were racially profiled by a woman in a hotel lobby. Well, these people say something similar happened to them. Les Trent reports. Anger in a hotel lobby as a black guest complains he's been racially profiled by the hotel manager. He said this is private property. Get the off of here. What was your name again? Oh, are you flipping me off too? It's a disturbing echo of the incident in a Manhattan hotel when a woman wrongly accused a black teenager of stealing her iPhone. Are you kidding me? The now notorious incident at this hotel in the fashionable Soho neighborhood is causing outrage across America. And there's evidence that all too often people of color are treated with suspicion when staying in the nation's upscale hotels. Recently, Jim Murray spoke with six African Americans yes. who say they were and, treated and like criminals the during their hotel stays. The By showing of hands, how many of you felt like you were being discriminated against? Jermaine Vinegar shot this video of his confrontation at the Silicon Valley Marriott. We checked out and we, we, we got out of there. We left. I didn't feel safe anymore. This is how Arnold Kemp was dressed when he says a security guard at the historic Palmer House Hilton in Chicago thought he was a pickpocket until a white guest vouched for him. He's actually a distinguished college professor. A plainclothes person said, well, he looks like someone who we don't want here. So is there any question in your mind that you were singled out because of your race? There's no question about that. All six are taking legal action against the hotels they stayed in. Meanwhile, Keon Harold Jr., the 14-year-old falsely accused of stealing a woman's cell phone, spoke out for the first time on GMA. I don't know what would have happened if my dad wasn't there, honestly, but uh, still kind of shell-shocked. 
And I spoke with his outraged parents and their lawyer, Benjamin Crump. I'm as angry at the establishment as I'm angry at this woman. The establishment took the side of this woman without even asking my son. Are you kidding me? The hotel where the cell phone incident took place said they were deeply disheartened by what happened, but says the manager promptly called police regarding the woman's conduct. Still, they admit more could have been done to de-escalate the dispute. Hilton tells us they have a zero-tolerance policy against racism and discrimination, while the Marriott says they are looking into the matter further. Next, the volleyball that hit her on the head and changed her life forever. Right off the side of the head. I will never be the same person that I was. Then, the Bang Bang Singer. Going public with her medical crisis and what she's doing now to show fans she's going to be okay. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. When it comes to youth sports, boys football and girls soccer are tops when it comes to concussions. But volleyball can be dangerous, too. This former player says one shot changed her life forever. Haley Hodson was a star athlete, the future of women's volleyball. She was the nation's top pick in the sport, recruited by Stanford. But during her freshman year, a volleyball, yes, a volleyball, brought her career to an end. And it became very clear to me that my career was over. Haley was hit in the head several times during games and practices. She says she got a series of concussions that were never properly diagnosed. But the worst incident came during a game against UCLA. Wow, big snap on the ball right off the side of the head. Took this massive ball off the head that literally flew hundreds of feet away. Haley says she knew right away something was wrong. I was non-functional. I could barely brush my teeth. Like, I was sobbing all the time. I was so confused um, and had no idea what was happening. Volleyball has one of the highest concussion rates in college sports. I will never be the same person that I was before these things. Haley filed a lawsuit against Stanford and the NCAA for dangerous practices. Stanford says they take the well-being of their athletes extremely seriously and have the safest practices in place. When we come back, the singer of the hit Bang Bang goes public with a medical crisis. Singer Jessie J is going public with a medical scare that led to her waking up completely deaf in one ear. Jesse J is known for pop hits like Bang Bang. Now the singer is opening up about a terrifying health scare that caused her to lose hearing in one ear. I woke up basically what felt like I was completely deaf in my right ear. Couldn't walk in a straight line. The singer disclosed she went to a hospital on Christmas Eve and was diagnosed with many ears disease. It's a rare inner ear disorder caused by a buildup of fluid pressure in the ear. I'm grateful that I went early and, it, you know, they worked out what it was real quick. Um, I got put on the right medicine and I feel much better today. The pop star wants her fans to know she's on the mend, so she serenaded them with Christmas carols on Instagram. And speaking of Christmas, when we come back, the kid's super excited about his gift. 
Christmas may be over, but video just serviced up one very happy kid. This little guy is opening his Christmas gift, and look how neat he is, carefully placing the gift wrapping into the bag. Then it's time to open his present. Sure looks as if he likes those Air Jordans. They're a hit. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.